Perfect. <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, hey, guys. Hi. Guess what this is? Hello. It's a podcast. Do, do you know what show we're doing right now? Uh, it is a podcast. Many have asked me, so mostly just one person, have asked me, what is the show about? And I've told them it's a show about nothing. So like Seinfeld, but for podcasts, but it's actually not about nothing because it's about stuff. Like the depression bus. Yeah. Those wheels and... on that bus keep going around. <laughs> and top 10 ice creams and top 10 fan favorite movies that we hate or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll come up with it as we go. It's not a lifestyle podcast. It's it's just a podcast. We're basically it's a show that means nothing. Yes, and we're basically just giving y'all an inside look to our typical three a.m. FaceTime calls. I I was hoping you'd say with you know our creative brains, but yeah, uh, oh, no. apparently we're not that creative. It's just our conversations we've decided to record. Yes. Yep. You know because this is a great idea in quarantine. Yeah, you know, I feel like if people didn't have a podcast before quarantine, they most definitely have at least one now. Podcasts, yeah, like stonks, have all gone up. <laughs> stonks. I'm, I'm proving to the young 18-year-old audience that I am hip. We got to get the 1834 demographic or whatever. Yes, we have to. So I'm told. Yes. Uh, the same. What we're really trying to do. I'm the youngest of the three of us, so I'm the closest to 18. What is on fleek these days, Matt? Tell us. Oh my God. Not that word. I'm going to bring up dead memes. Is Harambe still a thing? Yeah. I'm sure Addison Ray did something this week. I'm sure TikTok dying probably made everyone sad again. One of the TikTokers now has a drink at Dunkin', so it's kind of weird. It's one of those twins, right? Yep. Good old Charlie. This is where I come in as a voice of reason on the show and say, I'm not a TikTok guy. Uh, that's totally fair. Uh, that also brings us to the Nick's not an anything guy <laughs> segment of the show because you mentioned earlier yes McDonald's and go-to sauces Uh-oh. for McNuggets and i have to tell you i haven't had McDonald's since 6th grade what this is the perfect way to start a podcast <laughs> by the way what do you mean is there like a reason behind it yeah well, well you see, in sixth grade, they made us watch Super Size Me, it. and I decided from that day on I would not eat McDonald's. <laughs> and I already wasn't eating Burger King since they stopped giving away the Backstreet Boys stuff. <laughs> so I became a Wendy's guy instead. This podcast will unofficially be sponsored by Wendy's. Wendy's is the elite fast food yeah. chain, so. Wendy's, it's great and stuff. Buy it. Buy it all. That was an ad read for anyone that's not noticing <laughs> how committed to the brand we are. So Super Size Me is the reason why you're not having... Not entirely. Uh, okay. I, 
I, I'm sure it was part of the reason, but it was also just like, hey, Wendy's is better. I'm going to be a Wendy's kid now. Yeah. So should we like introduce this podcast? Does it have a name? It does. <laughs> Matt, do you know what its name is? Um, I think it's called Drunk Bike Shop. But... It, it is. Okay. It's Drunk Bike Shop. Right. Welcome to Talking Shop. <laughs> Uh, we're three sober people, yep. with an, uh, mostly sober. I, don't, I can't speak for you I guys. I have not but, uh, touched alcohol today. I've looked at it, but I haven't touched it. Proud of you. <laughs> um, this show, again, is about nothing other than stuff and our lives. So it's really just an absurdist name. It has nothing to do with potential employers. So to any future employer listening to this, Hi, welcome to Comedy Hour. Yeah, hi. Welcome to us just trying to socialize while we're all in different states and uh, quarantining. We would des- we decided that we would broadcast our lives that are so vitally important in the grand scheme of things to the rest of the universe. <laughs> so to all the aliens out there on Venus that may or may not be living and have some semblance of intelligence or elsewhere in the universe or multiverse theory. Hi, I'm Nick. And by the time that you hear this, I'm probably light years beyond dead. (laughs) Make sure to subscribe, though. Keep it light, though. Gotta keep it light. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Okay, so this is great. Also, hi, I'm Jess. Do you want to introduce yourself, third and youngest co-host? What's up? I'm Matt. I'm not like years I'm Aeon's dead. We've all been dead inside. Yeah, we've all been dead inside. Wow. Who among us is the most dead inside? I don't know. Who's done the least socializing between the three of us? That's the winner right there. That's Nick. I would say it would be That's me. That's Nick. <laughs> Thanks for the support, Jess. Of course. At least I could do. Quick on the trigger there. Well, um, you know, you, that's, you have socialized with your niece. True. And she's pretty great from the stories you've told us. True. And I've socialized with people that are now doing podcasts with me that I had no idea we would start this podcast no but you want to know the fun story is this podcast originally began in march or was it february one of those months when i just accidentally decided to own two hosting providers for one show and said (laughs) i can't do this i'm just gonna make a second show so this is the brainchild of insanity and we welcome it with love with warm and open arms Except for the socialization part. Yeah. No. Uh, so since I had originally planned on maybe starting this in March with an entirely different cast and crew of nobody, uh, I wrote down things I was going to talk about then. <laughs> because at the time, the PlayStation 2 had just turned 20 years old because it was first released in Japan in March of, 20, of 2000. I almost said 20,000 because that was makes sense. And then, of course, it was released... In North America and parts of the rest of the world in November of that year. So I wrote down my favorite games from the PS2. Get ready, everyone. NHL 2001, 
NASCAR Thunder 2004, MVP Baseball 2005, NASCAR Dirt to Daytona, and of course, Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life, Special Edition. That's um, right. I wanted a fourth option of a wife instead of just the three that came with the game <laughs> in the original edition. I didn't have a PS2, but I I had um, a cool aunt and uncle who did, and we played the Simpsons Road Rage game, or whatever it's called. And uh, I remember that. Never had it. That was fun. But yeah, that's about as far as my PS2 knowledge goes. I've never played the PS2, my god. What are you like four or something? Because that would be the only excuse you have right now. So she associated like Call of Duty and Halo and stuff like that with the PlayStation and the Xbox. So those consoles were not allowed in my house. So I grew up with Nintendo. So I grew up with Mario jumping on mushrooms. On the gumbo. That probably sounded terrible. Ugh, I loved that game. <laughs> that reminds me, we're all interns here, and Bowser is our boss. That's right. We we established that. I I hope Bowser is enjoying his vacation. It seems to be a permanent one. I feel like that Mario guy <laughs> must have really gotten to him. Yeah, you know. Or does he just come back? Because, like, in Super Smash Brothers, that, you know, that's what happens. You get, like, 500% damage, and they just still exist. <laughs> well, Mario and Bowser, I have a fun fact here. I didn't know this. Again, grew up with this company. They've been going at it for 35 years with each other. So. 35 years? Yes. Is that relationship longer than Mario and Peach? Because I feel like Peach has rejected him countless times. Yeah. I don't know if any of this is canon. I, um, I, my parents actually bought me the Nintendo 64 for Christmas, um, back in 1999, probably before all of our amazing listeners were born. Um, but, uh, they gave it to me not on Christmas, but the night before or the night of, uh, when they went to the hospital so my mom could deliver my annoying little brother. And they were like, here you go. You're going to sit in front of this, rot your brain, play Mario and Yoshi Island. Have fun, kid. I still have it. Yeah. See, I was that kid that just watched other people play. <laughs> yeah. Once my brother like grew up a little bit and grasped the whole, this is what you do. This is how you play games. I took the back seat. He used to cry if we drove by a blockbuster because he wanted his stupid games. Fun fact. I think I first played Star Fox 64 when I was like 16. Wow. Many years later. And Because I always just watch people play it. And then one day I said, no, I'm going to play this. It's the summer. I have nothing going on. <laughs> I love it. Again, I... the social life thing. <laughs> yeah. 
you know. Now it makes more sense because not just in a pandemic. Fun fact, kids, adults don't have lives. No, we don't. <laughs> Outside of work, we don't do anything fun. Stay in school forever. Uh, but yeah, uh, my other favorite N64 game may have been Volkswagen Beetle Adventure Racing, which is mm. kind of, as I found out, like a cult classic. Not necessarily in that term by any means, <laughs> but no one else I've known has ever played it. I didn't and I played know it, it all the thing. time. Yeah. Anyway, I was so good at it, I got disqualified all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So basically, what we need to do is collab with Brunch for an episode at some point or another. We're going to become the new um, well, podcast formerly known as Lights Camera Podcast and just like simp for them. Yeah, I mean, Deej and Pete. If, if parasocial relationships are a thing, which they aren't because that's implied by the parasocial part, I'll explain that <laughs> some other time. Uh, but Deej and Pete and I are all best friends because I'm literally a reply guy. You are. Not necessarily through all their tweets, but I will watch their streams on Twitch and I'm like, what's up, guys? Because again, the socialization <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm always around. So I just watch them do their thing and then I chime in and I either make a great joke or I'll have some insightful comment, and they'll be like, wow, I never thought of that before. <laughs> They've never actually said that, but it's what I hope will happen one of these days. I am a big, big fan of not, okay, I don't want to say reply guys, because some reply guys are, like, really weird and creepy, but, like... Especially that big guy. Can confirm. Hashtag confirmed. But, you know, just, like, being a... I think, like, it's cool to be, you know, a fan of somebody's show and just be, like, showing them support like that. So, shout There are a couple Nick. of people that either like a bunch of my tweets or reply to my tweets yep. from time to time that I'm still wondering, why are you doing this? <laughs> why are you trying to be my friend? That That shouldn't be a thing. I feel that. Mostly because, again, socialization. All socialization well, is side negative. Note, I did meet a reply person in one of my tweets. Really? DMs, whatever. I did. Yeah, Gorms. We hung oh, out yeah, in so Columbus. Oh, yes, that's right. Gorms. Because I was like, yo, I'm out here. And he was like, yo, I have the day off. And I was like, yo, we totally planned this before today. But just a reminder, I'm here. So let's hang out. <laughs> and we hung out at the Dublin Irish Festival in Dublin, Ohio. The home, the birthplace or whatever of Sean Corrali. For hockey stands. Wow. I'm a big Sean Corrali fan. I'd say big Sean Corrali guy, but I'm not a guy. Um, I, I just, I love Sean Corrali. He's great. 
he's cool. And I remember like his mom or someone after one of his first games in the 16-17 season after a game was seeing David Backus in the hallway and was like, yo, like, hey, thanks for, you know, like he loves it playing up and everything and thanks for, you know, being a good leader and stuff. It was a cool experience that you wouldn't otherwise hear because I had never told it on my other show. So <laughs> I, here's some fun facts. I like how we're also antisocial that we have multiple podcasts. I think that just goes to show how, you know, our versatility and different shows, but also like. Well, I think it's a very real thing mm-hmm. as an aside. Like David Letterman hosted tv shows for so long yep and then nowadays he's like don't bother me i'm going fly fishing and i'm in montana or idaho or wherever he is and then once in a while he'll like show up at a convenience store and he'll try to just talk to people and they're like please get away from me you're a weird creepy guy with a long beard and he's like no no it's me i'm dave and they're like shut up you're not dave <laughs> that's amazing and then he'll send a horse to conan o'brien i i don't have any cool stories um I don't have a sense of smell. That's that's my fun fact. I guess. All right, we're going around sharing fun facts. Matt, you got to have something cooler than I was an N64 guy. Because <laughs> we all were. And rightfully so. Do not go after Charles Barkley. <laughs> I love it. So I tweeted at him. This was like maybe not at him, but like at NBA on TNT. Like I tagged him like 30 seconds before they went on air for a half for the halftime of um I forget who was playing, but I said like I bet Charles is still like celebrating the only guarantee he's going to get right this postseason about the Celtics, and I didn't think it was going to show up on TV. And then I'm just scrolling through like Instagram or Twitter or something. I look up on the screen and I see my tweet on 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 the TV screen. But I don't see my picture at first. I'm like, oh, who's this person? This person said the same thing as me. And then I see it's me. And I'm like, oh, God, it's me. And then Barkley didn't understand it for some reason. He's like, no, 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 I'm not celebrating. He's like, no, 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 no guarantees, no nothing. And I'm like, and Kenny, Kenny the Jeff Smith is like, Charles, you literally made a guarantee. And I was calling you out for it because it's the only one you're ever going to get right. <laughs> and then Charles is like, come on, man. You know better than that. Don't call me out. I'm like, all right, Charles, like, settle down. So you know what's going to be awesome? is what I'm about to tell you. We got Charles Barkley on episode two. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, I'm kidding, but that's the <laughs> ultimate goal, is to have guests on the show, and instead of asking them questions, they ask us stuff. That would we be fun. flip the script. And uh, to continue to flip the script, we're going to change subjects real quick, because <laughs> I remembered that I also wrote down something in March that I had originally wanted to talk about, which was, you know, what have you been up to? in the first month of <laughs> not being able to be up to things. So I watched three movies, including Little Women, Knives Out, and Logan Lucky. And I give them all 10 out of 10 out, ma- out, yeah, out amazing, <laughs> outstanding, amazing performances. And uh, go see them sometime. You know, at theaters that definitely aren't showing them because it's September. 
And some of those movies came out two or three years ago. I don't even know if movie theaters are open. I know the ones here aren't. The ones here, the ones where I'm at, like they just opened. They are. Wow. I was going to say, like, Tenet is in theaters. Um, you know, Christopher Nolan, if it wasn't such an apocalyptic world, I'd go see your movie because I love everything you do. But you know what? This is the one thing I don't love that you did. Make us go see the movie in theaters. Yeah. Oh, you know it's going to. I was actually going to watch a Christopher Nolan film today. Just gonna watch Dunkirk. Inception for the millionth time. <laughs> no, I've actually never seen Inception. Okay, get off this podcast now. <laughs> okay, bye guys. Good night. Uh, it, <laughs> Inception is like one of my favorite movies, so Ooh. you're just gonna have to understand that. I, uh, you know, I should also probably should watch it. Again, it's just the whole Christopher Nolan thing. He's one of my favorite directors. I have. Numerous favorites of things, but like his He's stuff is there. generally pretty much up there. Who's your all-time favorite director? Martin Again, Scorsese. I just said I have numerous. I know, and I'm trying to think of whose directed movies I enjoy because I can think of the titles and who's in it, but I can't always think of the director for some reason. No, I don't like Transformers. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I'm not a Transformers guy. <laughs> I, uh, I wasn't going to mention Transformers. Wes Anderson, big fan of his work. A lot of people are always like, he's weird and creepy sometimes, but I'm like, creepy in a good way. Like, he's never done anything horribly wrong. It's just a weirder way of looking at film and stuff. Sometimes a little bit out there, but I like the artistic expression. Uh, who else? Well, I like some of the classic stuff. So like The Godfather and things like that. You know, you get the... I love Alfred Hitchcock and stuff like that. I'm not not a big M. Night Shyamalan fan. Mostly just because I haven't seen I don't, basically all of his movies. Yeah, it was... <laughs> there was one that I was reading a Wikipedia article on one time that was like, this sounds like something I have to see just to believe how bad it is. A quick and then it was on TV. And no. no, it was not The Last Airbender. Side note, I never got into that show. I, I don't know what either. was wrong with me as a kid other than everything. But nowadays, people are like, you need to watch it. I'm like, well, I don't have whatever thing it's on these days. Netflix? Yeah, I don't have that. Nick, we have all given you our login. You said it yourself that the amount of logins. I literally own like everyone's login to Netflix. and I've never just gone for it because I'm like, I have Hulu. Are, are you like afraid DJ the Bean FBI is going to like kick down your door and be like, you're using somebody else's Netflix? No, but the Netflix people will. <laughs> they'll come in and they'll be like, you need to pay us. And I'll be like, no, no. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I, I will not pay it. you to be able to watch Adam Driver and all the amazing things he's done that aren't already on like Amazon Prime. 
I don't really think like I've seen anything Adam Driver's in, and everybody's gonna be like, "But Star Wars!" I'm like I no. He's in so many better no. things than just Star Wars. There's the report. Well, there's Logan Lucky. To mention no. that movie a second time. Uh, that one's also got Daniel Craig and Channing Tatum. So if you like seeing those people as actors, not necessarily oogling them, then because we are very pro for the the uh, profession here. Yes, we don't we don't ogle at people. We don't objectify people. Yes, that's the word. With the exception of Adam Driver, <laughs> because he is our favorite guy to just be like, have you seen him? I mean, John Oliver goes crazy for him all the time. I don't think... I don't think so either. Okay, well then, never mind. We're not going to pretend to objectify anyone, because uh, that's not a thing we do. But No. I'm trying to think of what other... Oh, Patterson. Patterson is a great movie that he's in. Uh, a little slow moving. <laughs> Patterson. I know. It is about a place in New Jersey and a poet named Patterson. This sounds like a great time to bring us to another segment that I'm contributing to the podcast called Inopportune Reviews. So in 1986, a movie starring Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, and Martin Short came out where these three guys who were all actors and basically not the smartest bulbs in the box, and uh, they decided to go save a village in Mexico in the early 1900s. Anyway, I gave it five stars. Go see it in theaters. The name of the movie is Three Amigos. <laughs> I, I can't. Again, it came out in 1986, so everything has definitely held up since then, most notably Chevy Chase being kind of a jerk on set from what I hear. Um, and you can definitely cross the Mexican border right now. Also that. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Three Amigos, one of my favorites. Again, another film I haven't seen. So just, you know, I'm going to add that to the list. I have two copies of it on DVD oh my. if you need one. Wow, thank you. You Because know, we had one here many years ago. And then when I went to college, I picked up one at Target one day because I was like, I need to show my friends this movie. And I don't have it. I can't just like get it sent to me in the amount of time that I had to just buy it in front of me <laughs> and bring it home to my dorm and be like, guys, we're watching this. And everyone thought I was weird. Did you say DVD? I did. DVD. I'm, I'm dating myself. The first DVD that we owned was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. My parents came home with a DVD video player. DVD yes, VHS, the combo one. And Harry Potter. Yep. Love that. I'm trying to think. I know yes, because I still have it over here. I'm pretty sure the first DVD that we had was Freaky Friday with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. Um, and the DVD player, like, wasn't cheap because, you know, that was, like, new age technology, but... New technology, never cheap until, like, five years. Yeah. 
is it bad that I can't remember the first DVD we had, but I can remember the first VHS we had? <laughs> well, I would have said it means that you're very young, but now you're not because you remember things called VHS cassettes. Yeah, wow. The first VHS, I'm going to say, is, um, it was the Rugrats movie when they went to... Paris? Uh, yeah, that one. The one that's orange, like this paint. Was that the inspiration for the most recent Indiana Jones film? Because it sounds like it could have been. Well, there's pirates and stuff involved. And there's giant lizards running around the jungle. And hey, that Steven Spielberg totally took that idea. Yep. So. Wow. I, now we figured it out, guys. We have done the investigative journalism part of our podcast. There we go. Right. <laughs> we never have to do it ever again. We can check that part of the podcast off of the uh, list of stuff we got to do today. Yes. And that reminds me, there are other segments that you guys had come up with that you were like, we got to talk about this, and now I can't remember any of them. Yeah, me too. Um, you know? Who wants to go through our group chat and oh, try to Oh, we find were going to talk about um, Disney movies. Ah, yes, Disney movies. Another aspect of life that I'm an expert in. I'm not. I love Disney movies. That that shouldn't be a spoiler for anyone. All right, so you name some Disney movies, and I'll tell you if I've seen them or not. And if I, to the best of my memory, remember when I saw it. Um, the, best one, the best one of all time, Lion King. Fact. I saw that in, like, 2014. What? I've only watched it once, and it was because my family basically tied me to a chair, like yeah. Stanley Kubrick style, and said, you're seeing this so that you yeah. can now understand the world. That's like the greatest Disney movie of all time. That's one of the best movies. Apparently, it's what Elton John says, too. Uh, have you seen Beauty and the Beast? I saw that one also sometime around 2014. Did you have a deprived childhood? No, he got to go to Amazing Bruins Most likely. games. I did get to go to Amazing Bruins games, but I mean, that's besides the point. <laughs> I did see Beauty and the Beast and thought it was great, and it's arguably my favorite among all the princess stories, probably because it's like one of the only two that I've ever seen, but also because, I mean, have you seen the Beast and Belle, of course, but like... Look at the two of them. They belong together. And then you have Lumiere and all that other stuff. So have you seen, like, the, like, the live, like, CGI? No. No? No, why would I watch a live-action film of something that I've already seen in a cartoon? I, I, saw, I, saw, I thought it was decent, but I wouldn't go see it again. Um, we're never going to get sponsored by Disney now because I've insulted them. But Yeah, you know, so we're just like... I was a Nickelodeon kid. Yeah, I was a big Nickelodeon kid. Shout out all the shows. I was never really a Cartoon Network kid. I would watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie, but then when people would be like, yeah, are you watching like Johnny Bravo and the Powerpuff oh, Girls? I was like, that. no, I'm watching Nickelodeon at all those other times. Powerpuff like a Girls. normal child. 
iconic. Are better than anything now. The last good show on Cartoon Network was Foster's Home for Imaginary yes, Friends. I loved that show. And then, like, regular show, but I'm not quite sure where that fits in terms of being yeah. like a kid show or like an almost adult show. I think my favorite, like, I don't, I guess, cartoon growing up would have been Rugrats. I was definitely a Hey Arnold kid in my early days and then more of like a Spongebob person for life, but also fairly odd parents. I always thought it would be cool to have fairly, very godparents and be like, yo. I wanted my fish to be them. Give me all my wishes. Right. I've heard the animation is amazing yeah. and great and so well done, but I've just never, I watched like one episode with a friend one time that lived down the street and he was like, you got to check this out. He also said the same thing about Inception, which I saw like a couple of <laughs> years later. I was like, he was right about everything. Uh, which episode was it? Do you remember? I don't even remember. After we watched that episode, we watched Family Guy because I wasn't allowed to do that as a kid. Oh my God, I and wasn't And then I was like, this is, this is cool. I mean, it wasn't necessarily that I wasn't allowed. It was just like, hey, inappropriate. Don't watch that. Okay. And then my brother would have it on late at night. Nope. It's like how I watched Palm Springs the other night. Yeah, like they already know that we're very, very weird. Yeah, like shout out to like our parents for just kind of embracing us, even though you know we are. As they say, steer into this kid. Yeah, like shout out to them. That's why I find the furthest possible room in the house respect next time i'll probably just record in the basement it'll be like two degrees down there and i'll be like i don't care no 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 our our conversations will be secret until i release them to the internet (laughs) i yeah no i just have a small apartment i usually i'm in my office now the most grown-up of all of us (laughs) oh my god stop no not to make the world big and scary. Yeah, I don't know. The like world that. is very big and scary. But most of our conversations are had in the living room. Because the office is like right off of the bedroom. And I don't want poor Bradley waking up to us cackling at like 2 o'clock in the morning. You know, a normal time for people to be socializing. Right. And like right now, we are recording a podcast at 10 after midnight. This is true. <laughs> uh, uh, I only know it's been that too. Just feel like people are getting all the Adam Schefter notifications 
speaking of football, other Disney movies that you're going to name. Oh, yes. Um, We've only done two of them, right? Cinderella. That's right, which is why I'm bringing us back to the Cinderella. I don't, I don't think I've seen it. What? I might have been forced to watch it in school one time when it was like rainy yeah, and one recess of those days. and stuff. But, but otherwise, haven't seen it. Snow White. Absolutely have never seen that Sleeping one. Beauty. Also have never. It's okay. I didn't see that until high school. I know it's... My senior year of high school. It's not Disney, but Wizard of Oz. I have always seen that on TV in pieces like Forrest Gump until one day finally I saw the whole thing and was like, oh, this makes a lot more sense than, you know, starting in the middle <laughs> of it and then catching the beginning another night and then catching the ending a different night because that movie is so long it is. when it's on television. Yeah. It was long enough to begin with, but then on TV, they drag it out for like seven yeah, hours and they're like, the it's a Wizard of Oz marathon. And you're like, no, it's not a marathon it's if it's all movie. just one movie. I'm trying to I haven't. Okay. Okay, so now that Jess has said she hasn't, then I feel better when I say that I've only seen, like, one of them. So, there's that. We just, we pissed off half of our fan base right now. They just stopped listening. (laughs) As if they didn't do that in the first 10 minutes. They made it 39 minutes into this and said, I give up now. These guys suck. I'm just happy that they're along for the ride. Hopefully they tune I mean, in what, next time. What could they really be doing right now in the middle of a pandemic other than listening to a bunch of podcasts? Um, they could be attending Zoom University. True. <laughs> I have forgotten what it's like to be a college student. Me too. I kind of miss it. Since I'm like three years past graduation. Though I'm maybe going to do grad school, but. I know, I am. I'm the oldest one here, and I feel terrible about it. <laughs> I'm going to go die now. <laughs> All right, folks. Because of old age. <laughs> It'll be like in The Sims. Just something will happen. I'll be hit by a meteor. Yeah. You never know. We're just going to ship you off to the nursing home. So next week, uh, we'll be recording live from the senior center. We will. Uh, guaranteed. <laughs> I don't think they're allowed to have any visitors, so goodbye, world. We'll just sit outside your window. (laughs) That should be fun for audio. Uh, (laughs) If you hear me tapping on the glass, I have not learned Morse code or anything. It's okay. um, We'll figure it out. And then Jess and I are just screaming at each other about not being something for the entire podcast. And I'll be like, get your own podcast then, because this one has nothing to do with sports. Anyway, what are your favorite sports now? Um... Yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, marathon sleeping. Who isn't? Okay, final five Disney movies. I don't even know if I can name. Ratatouille. I have seen Ratatouille. I saw that one in theaters, and I remember very vividly the experience I had. Really? I went to the movie theater. I had popcorn. I sat and watched the thing, and I said, this is amazing, and I was like 12, so... There's that. Uh, the Little Mermaid. Okay, so in like 2014, again, maybe 2015 or 2013, I finally was put on the couch and uh, 
forced to sit through the little mermaid oh. and uh i saw little mermaid on ice many years before that so that was like a spoiler alert gave away the whole movie but <laughs> but yeah i i did see that one after not seeing it for many okay, years I have great stories for each of those. So the first one came out the year I was born. So you can figure out how old I am, audience. Uh, the second one, I, I saw the first one at some point. The second one was like the first movie I can remember seeing in theaters. So shout out Pixar for literally owning me for life as a fan. And then the third one came out when I was a freshman in high school. Because it came out like June 2010. Yes, yeah, so that would have made sense. I was a freshman in high school, and I saw it. I don't remember. I did see it in theaters. I probably just saw it with my parents. Again, social life. And then uh, the fourth one, I was at my friend's wedding since it came out just last year. Mm-hmm. I was at my friend's wedding in Charleston, and I had told my other friends that I was with that we were attending the, our mutual friend's wedding with, I was like, hey, guys, let's go see Toy Story 4, one of the nights that we aren't planning on doing anything, you know. As if you weren't going to plan on doing anything in Charleston, South Carolina, one of the coolest cities on the face of this planet. But uh, but we made some time. We got some pizza. We went to the movies. And then after the movies, we got ice cream. And it was like the perfect night. And it made me cry, too, because, you know, Toy Story 4 just hit you in the feels. Yeah, no, I am. Um, I'm trying to. Did I see? Yes, I did see Toy Story 4. I went to the movie. Yeah. I mean, it it was good, but it, I don't know. I think they should have stopped at Toy Story 3. Pixar was really just trying to speak to me with that movie because I'm the only <laughs> person that had an emotional response to it. <laughs> um, you know, it might have had something to do with like all the toys going in different directions and such. And I'm that toy where it's like, everyone's going to their thing and I am lost in life right now. Because, yes. You know, I was going to say. I relate to Forky because he was like, ha, I'm trash. I'm like, yeah, me too. I get it. So. Trash. Yeah. Trash? Trash? Shout out Tony Hale. He's going to be having a comet named after him or something. Wow. That's pretty impressive. I just made that up. But, you know. Is Shrek Disney? Shrek is DreamWorks. You better get that one right because they will hate us if you say it was Disney. The they being DreamWorks or Disney. You decide. We'll just get sued. It's fine. Cease and desist. Yep. I did. I think I saw Shrek, the first one. I don't remember if I saw it in a movie theater or if I saw it on VHS. But I saw the second one and then the third one at the movies. And then is there a fourth one now or are they making a fourth one? I think there was a fourth one. Hey, you know what movies I randomly remember? The Narnia movies. Yes, I love The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe I saw in theaters. And I was like, Mr. Tumnus is amazing. And then Prince Caspian I saw again with that same friend from down the street. Wow. And uh, Because he was like, let's go see this. And I was like, okay. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. Switchfoot's got a song in it. And they're like, yeah. And then, of course, it's like in the credits at the very end. Because they're like, can we go now? I was like, no, we have to stay and see what happens because that was important to me as a, what year did Prince Caspian come out? Like, 05, I think 08? so. I don't know. As a whatever year old. 
that was the only thing you had to see. The second one was not great, and then they made a third one. And after that, they're like, we're just not going to make the rest of these because, first of all, they kept spacing it out so far, the kids got too old. And second of all, it was not selling like hotcakes. Kind of like the Percy Jackson movies. Wow, that's a throwback. I've never seen them either, but my brother read the books. Yeah. One of my favorite authors. Yeah, my brother? Really? I met him one time. Really? I did. He came to my middle school because for some reason, nowadays he lives in Boston, mm. of course. I uh, don't know if anyone knows that because like his kid goes to like BC or something. Must be I nice. think he actually just graduated. Maybe not BC, but he goes to some school and he had graduated and he might be in grad school now. I don't know. But his family lives in Boston now. So he came to my middle school and was like, yo, so let's talk about Camp Half-Blood and stuff. And we were all like, yeah, and I didn't answer the trivia question because, again, socialization, shy guy here. But then after when he was leaving, I, like, sprinted out of the auditorium with my book in hand and my short story that I had written in my other hand that one of my teachers was like, you should be a writer. And I was like, yo, yo, like, everyone tells me I should write. Like, can, can you maybe read this or whatever? And he's like, I can't. I don't have all the time to read it now but I'm going to skim it. And he skimmed it. And he was like, you use quotations the right way. That's not something many kids your age will, will know how to do. And I was like, this is the greatest advice, which nowadays I look back at it. I'm like, that's the easiest thing you could have picked out and just been like, you know how to use punctuation, right. you know, basic sentence structure. But at the same time, I don't know if you've ever read anyone else's work and then you're like, this disgusts me. I have that feeling. No, <laughs> I'm evil in that way. No, uh, but I was like, that means a lot. And then he signed my book and then he left because he was like, I really got to go now. And I was like, okay, bye. Thanks for stopping. That's so nice so, of him though to take the time to do that. So in a way, the th- reason why I am a sports blogger slash writer slash human existence, I don't know, like Rick Riordan, shout out to him because... Uh, he listens. Yeah, he was cool. He listens. But no, that's like... If he did listen to this and wrote to us after Drunk Bike Shop the podcast or Drunk Bike Shop podcast at gmail.com, that's our email for anyone that's worrying, wondering, not worrying, but wondering. <laughs> uh, hey, I've got a story about that in a moment, but if he listens to this and writes to us, I will gladly go meet him in a safe distance <laughs> and I would love to be an extra in the uh, Disney Plus Percy Jackson series that they're working on. That's like. That's a thing. That is a wow. thing. Did you, did you not know about no. this? How am I more in the know <laughs> on pop culture out of the three of us here? I don't know. Probably. I was that nerd. I always tried to play Star Wars at recess, like through third grade, and after kindergarten, it was no longer cool. So. I always like ran to the to swings, and then would swing on them and some girl would always be like get off you've been on long enough no there's no time limit this is my swing this is my swing you should have walked a little faster sweetie and that's recess, recess for me growing up like I had a group of friends that would be play tag but I was always the slowest runner because I was the most out of shape compared to all of them so like they would always take me in and I'd just get the other slow kid it's <laughs> cool Try to get out fast kids and it would never work. 
So if you just zoned out there, Matt joined a gang in kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Matt actually joined an organized Picking crime people group. off. Let's identify who's the slowest runner and take them down. <laughs> anyway, I interrupted you, Matt. I'm, I feel like that was probably mean. No, it's okay. You're always mean to me. I'm used to it. So, uh... Can confirm. It's what we do. <gasps> it's therapeutic. It's, it's, like, it's how I express love. It's like fifth or sixth grade. And, like, there's another like, group of kids that like, always play the like, tag, too. But like, one of the, then it was like, another situation where like, the slow kid would always be it. And that kid like told the principal, so then everyone who like so then both like groups of kids who play tag like got called into a meeting during recess, and the principal was like, "All right, what the hell is going on here?" <laughs> and like he like individually went to all this. He's like, "Are you being bullied by the kids?" He came up to me. He's like, "Are you being bullied by like your tag group?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> like, no, I'm the one causing it. Last year, they always want me to be it. Like, right. So, Matt, I feel like I have to ask you at this point now, did you ever get detention? Yeah, oh. Like, I did. Which grade are we talking about? <laughs> did you have over 100 days of detention? You definitely were the type of person that just talked back, and they're like, detention now. And you're like, now? I'm in class. I got detention for the dumbest reasons. Like, there was one day, it was the end of the day, and, like, my teacher was, like, talking about something that I, like, did not care about. And I was just doodling on a piece of paper. And I go to recycle the paper, and my teacher's like, Matt, what are you doing? And I'm like, recycling a piece of paper, trying to save the environment just a little bit. <laughs> Green New Deal supporter from day one. Right? She's like, what's on there? I'm like, doodles. She's like, where's your notes? And I was like, oh, I honestly didn't want to take notes today. They're within the doodles. <laughs> so you doodled instead? She's like, yeah, let me see. And I, she, she saw there just like stick figures and stuff like that. Just random like designs. And like, she's like, all right, you're getting detention for recycling a piece of paper. And I'm like, really? That's ridiculous. And then like, if I was ever like late to class, like I got detention and stuff like that. But like, for the most part, like, I wasn't, like, that terrible of a kid in school. When it came to, like, class clowns and stuff like that, like, I normally just kept my mouth shut for the most part. But, like, college, however, oh my gosh, some of my professors hate me. But that's because I can't understand why. <laughs> Nick, what about you? Were you ever in detention? Were you a trouble kid? I was a good child. I was going to say, you definitely give off, like the good student what was always great was like kids would ask me if we had homework and i would tell them and teachers would ask me if they forgot they'd be like nick did we have homework yesterday and i had always had it written down and i'd be like yeah or no and one day i saved our entire math class because in geometry shout out mr mccoskery if he's listening to this we came to class and he was like all right guys pull out like the five problems i assigned you and this and that and we were all like we didn't have any. He was like, stop lying. And we were like, no, no, we, we didn't have any. 
And he's like, okay, well, Nick would know because the other day some other kid forgot his homework and he was like, we did, we, we had this, right? And I was like, yeah, actually we did. It was this. And everyone was like, how dare you? Oh, you were that So kid. anyway, on this particular, well, no, no, it wasn't like a bad thing. It was, <laughs> I was asked by the teacher. That was unprompted. I mean, people hated me for reasons not related to that. They just hated me. Anyway, I did win sweetest, though. Go figure. Uh, but it doesn't mean anything to high schoolers that are in high school now. None of it matters. They're all learning the way the world to each other. Just looking at a screen. Yeah. Also that. Uh, I totally forget that school doesn't happen these days. <laughs> That's right. I can't but I saved the class because our teacher thought for sure that we had something. No, didn't. And someone, a fellow student, was like, ask him. He has it all written down. Ask him. And I was like, um, yeah, no, we, we didn't have anything. He was like, are you sure you're not lying to me? I was like, I'm not. I, why would I lie? I have it all clearly written in front of me. And he came over my shoulder and looked and recognized immediately how horrible my handwriting is. And then he was also like, you're right, though, because next to geometry, I can clearly say that it says, none <laughs> and then all the other days of the week it said something else that we had to do so he was like okay well congrats everyone you didn't have homework and uh i don't have to deduct points from anyone today because you know you didn't actually have anything i used to so now we'll learn write everything down in my agenda book and um got to the point where i like i'd forget my homework so often okay it really wasn't that often um but my mom made my teachers sign the agenda book it's just so like we were all on the same page and get the signatures out and everything yeah i uh i did one time totally mess up on homework mm. uh, i took a birth of uh, yeah i took a birth of modernism class mm. in my junior year it was the coolest thing ever because three teachers decided to teach one class all at the same time. So you had the English teacher component of it, you had the art teacher component of it, and you had the music teacher component of it. And sometimes each day would be just solely music, 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 art, art, art. And other times it was like all three things kind of intertwined. That's cool. And the only book that we had to read from start to finish, because other books we'd read parts of it, that they bought themselves wow. and would hand out and have be returned to them each year so they could keep doing it every year. The only book we had to read from cover to cover was Heart of Darkness. So if anyone is a Joseph Conrad fan, uh, you know what I'm talking about. It is not the easiest thing in the world because it is essentially the birth of modernism in and of itself right there. And we had to read like 60 pages at a time and we were given like two days notice in advance because apparently mm -hmm. like people speed read I've never I, been able to do no. that very well. It takes me like a half an hour uh, to read a paragraph. I also wasn't a good writer for many years. Like third grade MCAS when they were first like, you need to do this written portion. I just didn't. You didn't? And so they actually, my teacher like called me out of recess one time. and was like, you don't get recess. You have to do this now. And so she kind of like not fully helped me, but basically was like, let's learn how to write. Yeah, like so anyway the kid that needed to learn how to write is now one of the best writers on hockey twitter i don't think okay. i'm that good but but i do appreciate the compliment but just, I just take <laughs> like it just take the there's compliment always room for improvement uh 
also like it, it just was a thing through all of elementary and middle school like i was well maybe not middle school but all before middle school i was just i sucked at most things uh math always been bad i, can't, but anyway. I still can't do math forget about it i'm busting that, out the calculator for like i'm next to a window so it makes sense to me <laughs> Algebra, I'm good no. at. Geometry, I wasn't, Mm-mm. which is why Mr. McCoskey would be like, did we have? Well, let's hear it, Matt. What did the nut say to itself when it was there when it was older? I don't know. What a disgrace. Geometry. Okay, that, that was very, very good. But I, I have no energy to laugh. I, I'm trying. Again, I'm dead inside. That was good. Your geometry teacher gets an A. You should tell that person that they are amazing. Oh, whenever we would take tests and stuff like that, my geometry teacher would play love story by Taylor Incredible. Every single Literally time. give them a raise. They now get an A+. Plus. Literally give them a raise. I remember we had to do the long composition in MCAS. And... I didn't have to do that in high school. I loved it because I was like, oh, my God, I get to write. And we were only supposed to write five paragraphs, but I went up to the teacher and I was like, Mrs. Pyers, can I write seven paragraphs? And she was like, Jess, like it, it says five, so you need to stick to five. Relatable. 500 words. I bet 600. No, <laughs> 500. Okay, I got down to 499. Perfect. Yep. I almost want to die several times in the process because cutting is oh. terrible in terms of like, oh, you mean I can't have this paragraph? But then you realize it's too wordy and you're like, well, I could just be more concise and use this great adjective. Yep. Adjectives. That was a thing I learned in fifth grade. Did we try what when we were younger? Did you like try it? No, I tried because I was so scared I wasn't going to be able to graduate. I always tried because I tried at everything. I was a tryhard. Because <laughs> I know, like, public high school is, like, it's, like, a requirement. Yeah. So, like, past, past the high school, private high school. Okay. So, Flex. Like, I, I had the Iowa testing instead. Which What's that? I had that in, like, third grade. Just another pointless standardized test, which again they, they don't matter. No, they. It's it's all based on like, oh, how can we fund the things publicly? But it's like, or you could just fund it, like maybe just give teachers markers and things. Like that would be nice. Right, like give them an eraser. Basic necessities. And you got all of them right. That was how amazing it was. I was like, oh my God, art sucks. So clearly they knew Matt was going to be an artist one day. And Matt, did you turn out to be an artist? I was an artist. <laughs> well, that is unfortunate because it's standardized tests as you are, and you have to be one Yes. Now. I remember... If I could learn how to do graphic design and stuff like that, I would, I would try to do there are free alternatives to Photoshop. I just don't know any of the names of them right now because someone was telling me about it. Well, then that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'd love to be able to do this thing. Well, I don't want to do it. 
Like, I would love to be a 200-pound NHL defender, but you know, you know, I, I just can't do never that. been in a gym, so. Yeah. I just want, uh, I don't know, I just want, like, Connor McDavid's, like, bank account or something. I want Patrick Mahomes' bank account. Yeah. True. That's too much. I'd, I'd take Connor McDavid's. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know what to do with all that money. I'd probably try to fix the world, honestly. Like, you'd probably try to do helpful things, yeah. and <laughs> then all the other billionaires would be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Just acquiring this more wealth." This isn't something we're supposed to do. I know. How dare I? Let's see. There was something else that we were dying to talk about that I can't remember what it was now. Uh, you're, the fact that you've never had soda before? Oh, well, I mean, I've just never had soda. That's not a big thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You're 25. Just, like I've never had it. I mean, if someone tomorrow were like, do you want rum and coke? I'd be like, no. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Soda probably is just gross, and rum is also gross. Okay, well... Fifty percent of that statement is correct. Like, I don't drink soda, but like, I've had it. Yeah. But like, if someone were to be like, "Hey, do you want a Mountain Dew or something like that?" I'll be like, "I'll be like, do I have other options?" And if they say nope. no, I'll be like, "Yeah, sure, just give it to me." I so basically, you just described Taco Bell. Yeah, essentially. And what I mean, Taco Bell, and they're like, "Do you want soda with that?" And you're like, "Sure, can I get this?" No, it's only Mountain Dew, Baja Blast, or whatever. You're like, "Well, I guess I have to." It's only my insides that will suffer, but I, it'll be fast. The only time I've ever had soda is, like, with alcohol. Like, growing up, I didn't drink it because I um, everybody always said it was fizzy, and that's, like, too much stimulation for young Jess, you know? So, yeah, that's... I feel that. <laughs> All righty. Can't relate. I would never drink soda like on the regular. It was only if I had a friend sleeping over for the weekend or something like that. And like if there was any any leftover, like now that I think about it, you know, I was at a friend's birthday party in like fourth, fifth, or sixth grade. I I have never had it. Swear to I God. used to, I used to I've like. Never had soda. I would deprive myself and go thirsty if soda was the only option at kids' birthday parties. I couldn't do it. Well, so that was me. I was at this kid's birthday party, and they had pizza and soda. Yep. And I was like, ah, oh, pizza, because I went through a phase of like loving pizza and then absolutely hating pizza and then loving pizza again. Again, totally normal child, but they were like trying to hold me down and force feed me the soda that was just like i will not do it and then i got to leave after like five minutes later so it was kind of perfect timing on that behalf yeah i you know the few birthday parties i went to as a kid i typically Wait, you went to more than one <laughs> can't relate <laughs> surprisingly yeah you know i'm yeah. What's it like to be popular? Yeah, I was going to say, at one point in my life, I actually did enjoy socializing. But not anymore. Now, my extent of socializing is this. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, like this doesn't. After like, five minutes, Matt was done with us. <laughs> this doesn't like drain my my battery, my emotional battery. <laughs> like it's draining your laptop right now. But actually, no, it's plugged in. Thanks. Uh, uh, someone planned, unlike Matt. <laughs> Uh, Patreon subscribers, please give Matt a laptop. Thanks. Yes. Uh, I'll set up the Patreon later. <laughs> oh my god. I this this is fun. I quite enjoy. It was. I think we should do one final question, and it comes from our buddy Chris. Oh, Chris. Oh, Chris. Everyone's face just lights up when we mention Chris. Yeah, Chris was wondering who the hell you are too. But uh, <laughs> hopefully by now he's he's learned a few things. Uh, he is an amazing guy and a better writer than I am. So take that, Jess. Uh, <laughs> I can't be like, no. Give him my compliment back. I can't even <laughs> say like, no, like, because then that's like insulting to Chris. But if I'm like, right? yeah. I, was like, I that's put you on the spot. You. You're both amazing writers. <laughs> no, no, no. Only Chris is amazing. Uh, no. Anyway, Chris asks... He asked me the other day in a conversation when he was trying to find out what the show is all about. He asked me what my favorite city is city. On the, within the North American continent. Because he was like, we can do world some other time. But just in North America, what's your favorite city? Ooh. Chicago. I'd have to say Chicago. I'm going to ask you the follow-up question. Who, what, where, when, and why, and all that other stuff in a moment. But I'm giving Matt a second to see if he will come up with anything. So, like, here's the thing. When we, like, say city, does it mean, like, we're, like, downtown city? Or are we, like, on, like, the outskirts of a city? Any city. If you're, like, I love being in Lima, Ohio, then that is fine. Because, uh, that's because my, answer, my answer would be San Francisco because of, like, all the gears and stuff like that. Because, like, if you go to some of the gears, like, they have, like, a lot of, like, cool, like, cool, cool like, music and stuff. And it's just cool to, like, see that, like, a city is just a basic, like, downtown people wearing suits, working nine-to-five jobs. So Working nine-to-five, what a way to make a living. Sorry, Dolly Parton. We'll get her on the next episode of the podcast. <laughs> she would totally do this. We love her. Wow. Big news, guys. We're going to have Dolly Parton, Charles Barkley, and then we're also going to bring in Chris Martin, just because he will be on every show thereafter you know it and someday we'll even get johnny and guy and will too because that would be my dream so anyway you gave your reasoning for san francisco jess your reasoning for chicago um i just have like an emotional attachment to that city um back in 2014 and 2015 no I lied. So it was the tail end of their cup dominance era. It was, it was 2014. I um, I went out there to visit a friend for the first time, and I had gone like back and forth between there and Boston like three times, in a very short period of time. So I just kind of like, adopted it as my second home. Nice. Yes. Very much like me, whichever city I've most recently been to, I'm like, this is great. Yeah. I can see myself living here. Yes. 
And then I go to a different one. And I'm like, this is also great. I can see myself living here. You're just going to so, put real estate in every city that you visit. I love all cities equally. And yes, if people subscribe to the Patreon, which I will totally make someday, I will own multiple houses through other people's money <laughs> that I will then Airbnb right back to right them. Back. I will let we can them have live all my places. shows in these wonderful houses. We could after social distancing, right. you know, if that ever ends. becomes less of an important thing. <laughs> in like 2000 years you know obviously when we're still alive because again if you're listening to this Hi, aliens from alpha centauri then uh then you know by now safely you can assume that we're dead <laughs> except for matt because he's immortal yeah why do i have to suffer in the you said it earlier. You were like, I'm already, you know. I'm already dead inside or whatever. You're on the verge of like living and dying. You're at the river Styx. You just don't know if, whether or not to cross it. <laughs> dead too. Well, then there's a solution for that. And it's called not dying because we are not that type of depressing podcast. Yeah. No, no dying here. There is no dying allowed, of course, unless it's out of your own control. <laughs> Welp. So that's, so that's a happy, <laughs> uplifting way to end this week. <laughs> it is. So do we do we establish the rules and norms now of just being like, I am so-and-so, or do we just let the outro music play? I think we just let the outro music play and they figure it out. And, and for people to know more about that music, I made it myself in GarageBand. So please like Amazing. it. Amazing. Yay. Yeah.